Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 30 miles per hour. A uh, cold front is on the way tomorrow afternoon ahead of the front, mid-60s to around 70. We'll see gusty winds and heavy downpours during the rush hour commute, followed by gusty winds tomorrow night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rude in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, we're hanging in at 59 in the nation's capital. At 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer coming up. It could soon be possible to test for COVID in the air before you go out to eat or to the movies. I'm Neil Augenstein. Assault and several other charges for the man accused of leading a chaotic police chase across Maryland. I'm Scott Gelman. Thieves are busy these days using the telephone to try to steal your money. I'm Dick Iuliano. There's at least a little optimism from congressional leaders about avoiding a government shutdown late this week. Should you pay more for your burger or your Frosty at Wendy's when the restaurant's busy? The fast food chain is exploring surge pricing. We'll go in-depth with an expert at 6.15. It is 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Voters in Michigan have another few hours to hit primary polls where Donald Trump's expected to pull another victory over Nikki Haley. He has a lot of momentum. There's no doubt about it. CBS's Ed O'Keefe talked to Haley about why she's still hanging on. If he ends up being the nominee, do you support him? I'm fighting to make sure he's not the nominee. Meantime, Muslim and progressive voters are uncommitted in their votes, but say they plan to send a message to President Biden about his support for Israel. Dearborn Mayor Abdullah Hamoud. For us, it's... You know, this alignment with Benjamin Netanyahu and the most right-wing government in Israeli history is truly a sense of betrayal to this community. Congressional leaders seem to be on the same page about avoiding a shutdown after meeting with President Biden today at the White House. CBS's Nancy Cordes was there. This looming partial shutdown, by the way, is not a small matter. If Congress doesn't pass a funding bill by Friday, the Departments of Agriculture, Energy and Transportation are all going to run out of money with the Departments of Defense and Justice set to run out next Friday. More than 40 million people are bracing for severe storms tonight with hail and possible tornadoes expected from Missouri to Michigan. Heavy snow delayed thousands of flights today out west. The men who killed the co-founder of rap group Run DMC are headed to prison. The government called 36 witnesses throughout the trial and now two men are found guilty of murdering rapper Jam Master Jay in New York in 2002. Mr. Mizell reached the highest heights of fame through trailblazing music in trend-setting style. Tragically, his life was cut short as a result of greed and revenge. U.S. Attorney Breon Peace says it was revenge for a failed drug deal. And while witnesses knew who did it, they'd been afraid to come forward. Our Matt Piper reports a third man still faces trial. Two people charged in a fatal shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade in Kansas City could use Missouri's stand-your-ground law in their defense. They claim they felt threatened. Robert Spitzer's a gun policy expert. The stand-your-ground law does provide a viable defense, even in the face of these complicating circumstances of the fact that they started firing when thousands of people were right there in the area. A woman died at that parade. Nearly two dozen others were injured. And Taylor Swift's dad, Scott, is under investigation now in Australia for allegedly punching a paparazzo in the face. The cameraman says he'd been following the pop star after her last show on the Eras tour in Sydney when the 71-year-old assaulted him. Security had to break it up. His injuries, though, were not serious. Taylor, by the way, is headed to Singapore next on her tour. 
This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on WTOP on this February 27th, 2024. Cloudy skies and we're at 58 degrees in D.C. Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. There are a lot of things we do to try and prevent catching or spreading COVID, especially when we're going out in public. As WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports, we may soon be able to detect the virus in the air before we actually go into a business or a store. Researchers at Virginia Tech are working on a device so you could walk into a place, sample the air, and within 15 minutes know if there's coronavirus in the air. You might be going out to eat. Lead researcher Lindsay Marr. You might be concerned about, well, am I exposing myself to the virus? Should I get out of here? Should I put on a mask? First, you need to capture the air to be sampled. Using a big bag, shake it around to capture enough air and push out the air through a filter. A few drops of liquid and the strip would change color if there's enough virus to be worried about. We're interested in trying to build this into a less obtrusive sampling device, maybe something built into your shoe so that as you're stepping or Pushing air through the sampling device, but we're not there yet. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 604, it was a dramatic and violent chase across Maryland, suburban Maryland, that is, that lasted more than an hour. Now the man accused of taking a stolen state highway truck to ram into numerous cars, injuring at least five people earlier this month, faces multiple charges, among them driving under the influence and assault. WTOP Scott Gellman got a look at court documents. Flavio Cesar Lanuza is being charged with first and second degree assault and resisting arrest. He's accused of using a stolen Maryland state highway truck to lead officers on a chase across the Maryland suburbs. Police ultimately used stop sticks at the exit of a housing development, which destroyed the truck's tires. But charging documents say the truck kept driving on its metal rims and in the wrong direction, striking several other cars. The truck finally got stuck in a grassy area off of Route 29. That's when documents say officers broke the truck's windows to get Lanusa to come out. He resisted and is accused of putting his hands under his body to avoid being handcuffed. Documents say it took a state trooper and three Montgomery County police officers to take Lanusa into custody. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Lanusa is accused of hitting 13 cars during the rampage. 605 in today's modern internet-based world. You might not think phone scams would be much of a thing anymore, but they are. Scam phone calls become more prevalent and in some cases more convincing these days as thieves try to steal your money or your personal information. The scam phone call nearly fooled WTOP Steve Dresner when the voice on the line said he was a lieutenant with the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office and Dresner owed more than $1,000 in fines for failure to answer a jury summons. This was as real as it gets. He said he was from law enforcement. I even heard police radios in the background. Montgomery County police say phone scammers impersonating law enforcement and threatening victims with fines is a common scam. Dresner held on to his money, but police say scams like this can lead to significant financial losses. Police say law enforcement will never call asking for money. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. When a child goes missing, there are amber alerts. When an older person goes missing, there's a silver alert. But one family needed help to find their missing son, and he didn't fit either category. Now they're telling lawmakers in Maryland to create the purple alert. 
WTOP's Kate Ryan has details. Rashawn Williams was missing for six days in October before his frantic family got the good news that he was found okay inside a room at the Glenmont Metro stop in Montgomery County. Now, because he's 31, Williams, who has Down syndrome and is not very verbal, didn't qualify for either the Amber Alert for children that have been abducted or the Silver Alert for those over 60. So now his family is testifying in Annapolis on behalf of a bill to create the Purple Alert for people with cognitive impairments or developmental disabilities. The bill would train law enforcement agencies on how and when to issue the alerts. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, there's a new owner, new head coach, new front office team. Shouldn't there also be a new FedEx field for Commanders fans? We're getting more details this afternoon about upgrades to the team's troubled stadium. Commanders say they will spend more than $75 million to improve the fan experience. So what are we talking about? Improved food and beverage options, sound system upgrades, and also a structural refresh, including upgrades to elevators, escalators, water, and mechanical systems as well. And one of the other cool things that they have added is a VIP field tunnel club where fans can purchase access to cheer on the team from uh, just feet away as they take the field. WTOP Sports Director Commanders Beat reporter George Wallace. You'll remember last summer, new owner Josh Harris promised a better fan experience. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. This hotel company wants your next stay to not be in a hotel. I'm Brendan Hazelton. 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Dave Dildine starts us off. Late rush hour delays around the Beltway's interloop from Route 7 to River Road from 355 through Silver Spring, still congested in College Park. And on the outer loop, Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge and still slow in Prince George's County from 214 past 202 toward 50. Front of the line moving better. The crash between 50 and 450 entirely on the left shoulder. And then slow from River Road across the Legion Bridge. And again, from the Dulles Toll Road past 66. A crash reported on the outer loop near the Dulles Toll Road. Fire rescue units sent. Still heavy through the long-term work zone on the GW Parkway in McLean, generally near and north of 123. 66 still crowded westbound from the Beltway to 123 and through Centerville, also eastbound Falls Church into Arlington. And on 95, still heavy southbound across the Occoquan and in short slowdowns, Quantico past Garrisonville Road. 395, volume delays both ways between Crystal City and Capitol Hill. And in the district, outbound on D.C. and Interstate 295, congestion persists near Bowling southbound and northbound coming into northeast. Near Greenway, Minnesota Avenue, part of it was blocked near Eli Place southeast at the response to the uh, the house fire there. And back in Montgomery County, 355 Rockville Pike, the northbound traffic delays from the Beltway, Grosvenor Lane extend past Strathmore Avenue and police direction at a crash that happened near Flanders Avenue, Rockville bound. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Steve Rudin. Scattered showers and windy conditions for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. Nighttime low temperatures in the 50s. Tomorrow we're tracking a cold front, and this cold front is going to bring gusty winds and heavy downpours late afternoon through early evening. Ahead of the front, we're in the 60s for daytime highs. Behind it, much colder and a wind advisory tomorrow night to early Thursday morning. Thursday, we'll see high temperatures only in the 40s as winds slowly ease. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're still 59 in Fort Washington, but now 57 in Ashburn and 57 in Rockville. It's all brought to you by Long
long fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Brennan Hazelton. 25 toxic waste sites in 15 states will be cleaned up as part of a $1 billion infusion to the federal Superfund program. The EPA says it will help clear a backlog of hazardous sites such as old landfills, mines, and manufacturing facilities. Interested in trading in that mini bar for the great outdoors? Hilton says you can thanks to a new partnership it has with outdoor hospitality company AutoCamp. Soon, travelers will be able to earn and spend points for stays in custom-designed airstreams, luxury tents, and cabins at national parks. Family Dollar Stores has agreed to shell out more than $41 million in penalties for storing food, cosmetics, and drugs for years in a rat-infested warehouse in Arkansas. Another mixed day on Wall Street with the Dow closing down 97, a loss of a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq gained 59, S&P up 9. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Lido Pizza has a deal for you. $6 Lido Pizza Calzones on Tuesdays. Order a Calzone on Tuesdays and pay only $6 at Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Coming up, you know you pay more for an Uber during peak hours, but would you be willing to do the same at the Wendy's drive through We'll go in-depth on a new money-making idea for the fast food chain and what it has to do. It's 612. Holy Cross Health is committed to combating systemic maternal care issues faced by women of color across our region. Deborah Feinstein spoke with Dr. Janice Green, Vice President of Medical Affairs, about Holy Cross's health care and services for women as part of WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series. At Holy Cross Hospital, we provide comprehensive health care services for both our pregnant women and their newborns. In our outpatient clinic settings at Holy Cross Hospital and Holy Cross Germantown Hospital, we provide prenatal care and postpartum care. For those women who are high risk, we have high risk OB consultations and ultrasounds with our perinatologists. We do still focus on routine preventative health care, including routine OBGYN and wellness visits, focused on cervical cancer screening and breast cancer screening. What do you see as one of the more pressing health issues for women today? I truly see it as a maternal mortality crisis that is happening in the United States. The maternal mortality rate in the United States is 23.8 per 100,000 women. Black women are three times more likely to die in childbirth in comparison to their non-Hispanic white counterparts. We are rolling out DEI training programs, starting with implicit bias, to all of the staff members who come in contact with pregnant women. And the purpose of that is to, to one, teach them about implicit biases, and then develop a personalized plan for each individual member of our team to help them compensate or overcome those implicit biases so that we continue to provide the best care for all of our patients, regardless of race or ethnicity. At Holy Cross Hospital, 34% of our patients are not native English speakers. So we provide interpreter services in many languages to help bridge that gap. What happens when they walk out the door? What do they retain? We actually provide educational materials in various languages to make sure they have something concrete to take with them and to review and to sort of connect it all together in their plan of care. For more, Go to WTOP.com and search Top Health. Later this hour, another night, another big recall. This one involves Toyota trucks. Keep it here on WTOP. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka golden ticket scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated golden ticket scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka golden ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. 
that's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka golden ticket is all mine. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Hey, if you get a single with cheese and a large frosty at Wendy's, you don't expect the price to change depending on the time of day that you go or how many cars are actually ahead of you at the drive-thru. Supposed to be one set price, right? Well, maybe not much longer. Wendy's is expected to start testing surge pricing at some of its locations in which you would pay more when things are busy and less if you're the only person in line. Joining us live to talk about it, Timothy Webb, assistant professor of hospitality at the University of Delaware, who studies things like dynamic pricing. Professor Webb, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate the invitation. Uh, We sent a reporter out to a Wendy's in our area, and the reaction was highly negative. People said they'd just go somewhere else with the chicken sandwich or the chili. So uh, we're asking if your research shows anything different that people would be willing to pay more in a fast food restaurant when it's busy. I I think the response from consumers is pretty accurate in the sense that it's a hyper-competitive industry, and if the price hikes are too much, uh, you will – definitely see pushback and it's too much too many options for people to dine out whether it's burger king mcdonald's if you're in the quick service segment so yeah mcdonald's has gotten in trouble the last couple weeks with criticism about the prices that people are having to pay at some of their locations and their ceo was saying they're going to rethink things so what does it mean that wendy's is experimenting with this i think the idea is trying to take the opportunity of the day and the day parts and assess the business and try to optimize profitability for the owners and the operators. And it can also have positive impacts for the customers. So for instance, if if you're really busy and you're trying to maximize your capacity throughput, say at six o'clock, there could be a line out the door. If you drive out to that drive-through and there's too many cars, you might just keep going or try a different establishment. So using this policy, they can maximize a little bit more revenue with some modest price increases. And then at the same time, even discount maybe earlier in the day at four o'clock. So if you can take that six o'clock car and maybe through price, drive them in at four o'clock, you're able to capture more customers as a total for the business and even potentially hand some value back to customers. So I think the total negative response may be slightly misunderstood. These price increases are definitely modest, not like what you see with airlines and hotels. You're not going to get $10 swings on a cheeseburger. Do you think ultimately that Wendy's will follow through with this? I think they're going to try it. But again, I think the the increases would be modest. And again, if if it's a quarter, 50 cents, maximum a dollar of people I've talked to in the industry or research we've done, it's it's too competitive to get steep pricing changes. But slight changes and incentives and deals can really help these businesses use technology, AI, data about customers through their apps to kind of optimize the experience um, for everyone involved. Professor, does it at all mean with the price surging that they'll have more people to help or people working there to help the customers? Uh in theory, yeah, because if you can spread out the overwhelming dinner rush to maybe earlier time periods and later time periods, in theory, you could maybe reduce the bottleneck at that peak time period to uh, to better give everyone a better experience. Professor Webb, thanks so much for the insight. We appreciate it. Yeah, have a great day, guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Timothy Webb, Assistant Professor of Hospitality at the University of Delaware. 
quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The pressure is on from President Biden for Congress to find a way to keep the government running and to find money for Ukraine. Only a couple hours of voting left in Michigan's primaries will go in depth on what's at stake. That's coming up at 645. You could hear for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine kicks it off from the traffic center. Capitol Beltway, outer loop slow, River Road cross the Legion Bridge. Fairfax Fire Rescue Units arriving at the crash before the Dulles Toll Road, blocking the left side of the main lanes. You get by to the left if you're entering the express lanes. Otherwise, you slowly get by to the right, past the rescue spot squad there on the outer loop in McLean. Farther around, sluggish still 7 past 66, and Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge. Interloop still slow from Route 7 across the American Legion Bridge. Some pockets of congestion remain on 66 westbound near Vienna eastbound out of Falls Church into Arlington in Maryland Rockville Pike northbound slow from the Beltway in Grosvenor Lane past Strathmore Avenue getting by crash response under police direction it's at Flanders Avenue Rockville bound 270 northbound still congested beyond Rockville through Gaithersburg nothing blocking the way outer loop of the Beltway still slow leaving Landover toward New Carrollton crash after 50 on the left shoulder interloop delays persist between 355 and New Hampshire and through College Park toward Greenbelt Station 50 eastbound good through Bowie and Annapolis but slow from uh, from about mm, St. Margaret's Road to the Bay Bridge, and that's because we've lacked two-way traffic on the Bay Bridge all day long. Winds are still just a little too gusty. In the district, late volume delays outbound on D.C. and Interstate 295. Minnesota Avenue open now near Eli Place Southeast. Fired uh, Fighters have uh, freed up Minnesota Avenue. That is open now. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. Sponsored by Compassion International. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's head on over to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, what do you got lined up for us for tonight? You know, we're in, uh, in a bit of a dry period right now from the showers that we saw earlier this afternoon. That's all moving away from us as we get a little bit of a break overnight. Still going to be cloudy, still going to be rather warm. Temperatures only forecast to be in the mid-50s by early tomorrow morning. And keep in mind, to put that in perspective, our average high is about 51 degrees, so we're barely going to dip below where we typically see our average high. So that warm and mugginess uh, continues into tomorrow. First half of your Wednesday looks to be mainly dry, cloudy, uh, a stray shower or two possible. Temperature Temperatures warm to near 70 degrees ahead of the main event as this cold front is going to slide on through around this time tomorrow, beginning around 3 o'clock out towards the west moving through the metro right in time for your rush hours. So keep that in mind if maybe you can leave a little early and get on the roads before some of these heavier downpours uh, and maybe even a thunderstorm or two possible along this front. Uh, and then behind it, we're going to see clearing skies pretty fast Wednesday night. Temperatures will also drop behind this as well. They're going to be uh, forecast to be in the 30s and 40s by early Thursday morning. And then the winds, also another factor with this storm as well. They're going to be gusty throughout the day tomorrow from the southwest, 10 to 20 miles an hour. And then behind the front, out of the northwest, 10 to 20 miles an hour, but gusting 30 to 40. So wind, rain, some storms, all possible. And then for your Thursday, all this is out of here. Sunny skies return, and so do the seasonable temperatures with highs near 50 degrees for both Thursday and Friday. Uh, so outside, again, radar is quiet, so I think the rest of your evening drive it looks to be dry. Temperature-wise, it is 58 in northwest, 57 in Suitland, and I've got 56 in Springfield. Thanks, Mark. It's all brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Don't overlook your home's gutter system. Call Gutter Helmet by... Lednor Home Solutions at 8885 Helmet. Up ahead on WTOP. How accurate are those cherry blossom predictions? 
I'm Luke Luker. 622. New Orleans in the 1920s, where Mardi Gras roars with glitter, revelry, and corruption. Grammy winner Isabel Leonard and Broadway leading man Ramin Karamloo star in Songbird, Washington National Opera's jazzy new take on Offenbach's La Perry Show. A poor street singer, Songbird is torn between hunger and love in this sparkling tale set against the swinging music of the jazz age. March 9th through 23rd in the Eisenhower Theater. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. One, we usually think of it as a small number, but actually it's a very powerful number. I'm Matt Tate, CEO of Mantech, where management and technology meet. We are one company that does some of our nation's most critical work. Cognitive cyber, trusted artificial intelligence, high-tech, high-end engineering, sophisticated emerging technology, and defense intelligence, all for one mission, to keep our country and our future secure. Become one of us. Visit wearemantech.com. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 623. The warmer weather this evening and yesterday may have you longing for some spring flowers. Well, cherry blossom season is almost upon us. And WTOP's Luke Luker tells us the National Park Service will make its prediction for when peak blooms happen at the Tidal Basin later this week. Looking at the past decade, the National Park Service only predicted peak bloom correctly once on their initial prediction. That was last year. Mother Nature is fickle. You know, 10 days is about as far out as you can you can trust a forecast. Mike Litteris with the National Park Service says to make their predictions, they check forecasted temperatures. You know, what happened in previous years under, under similar circumstances. They also have indicator trees. They, they run a little bit ahead of the rest of the trees, um, you know, and what they're doing and how far ahead um, they are. National Park Service will make their prediction Thursday morning. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A Toyota recall to tell you about involving trucks. Toyota is recalling nearly 400,000 of its Tacoma midsize pickup trucks. It covers certain trucks from 2022 and 23, and it's over a part the company says can separate from their rear axle, which could affect stability and braking and lead to a crash. Separately, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says Toyota will recall 280,000 Tundra, Tundra hybrids, Sequoias, and Lexus LX600 vehicles over unexpected movement caused when vehicles are in neutral and brakes are not applied. Those vehicles were produced between 2022 and this year. Matt Piper, CBS News. You can get more details at WTOP.com. Search recalls. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 625, here's Frank Hanrahan. The NFL Combine is underway and the Commander's Brass there to start looking at prospects for the upcoming draft. New coach Dan Quinn is there. Of course, he's got a defensive background, but what is he looking for in offense? On any team and certainly one that, you know, we want to be, you know, a part of to say, the run and the play pass, that really has to go hand in hand. And so that's where a lot of the explosive plays comes. Big run, then it comes back to a play pass. So having that kind of balance is super important. So uh, for all of us, you know, we, we see obviously there's some good skill players on the team.